0: Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode two of season four of Still I Rise. I'm your host, friend and confidant, Go Lightly. As a quick disclaimer, like always, you guys know I'm not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, psychologist. So if you have any type of mental health ailments, please do seek the proper assistance that you may need. This podcast is strictly just me to share, you know, my own personal journey. Think of it as a friend sharing her story with you. And um, I'm excited actually to start this new season, to start this new chapter with you guys. There's quite a few things that I would really love to share with you guys. I just turned 37 and it really just hit home for me because I realized that I was 33 or 34 years old when I started Still I Rise so that means we're going on our third year and my god has time gone fast but before I start to get all mushy let me go ahead and take a quick break and I will return to you guys in just a moment okay I'm giving you guys some finger fluttering (laughs) kind of weird or it's calming one or the other. Anyways, again, welcome back. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is depression. And the reason why is because that's something that I've endured over the past few months. And it's been pretty difficult. I have not been able to shake it off and there's quite a few things that I've come to realize. One of the reasons why it's hard for me to shake it off is because over the course of time, I've found that I have been treating this as if it were just a temporary or a random emotion that I have, where I'm just kind of feeling, excuse my language, shitty, but There's a lot more to it than just it being an emotion. And I'm realizing that, you know, there's probably a few of you guys are like, no crap, Sherlock. Um, I'm a little bit slow on this, you guys. And sometimes it takes me a while before I actually realize things. And I'm very stubborn by nature because I'll look at, you know, I'll look at things and I will come to a realization on my own terms. I've always been that way. You know, um, it's hard for people to tell me to see things through their eyes because when I'm not ready to, if I'm not ready to see things in that perspective, I won't. And I mean, that's just how it is. There's no changing it. I can't change how I think. Uh, Well, yes, I could. But You know, I I find that I have to kind of go through the experience myself before I start making um, that decision for myself, Uh, mainly because, you know, um, I'd rather have it be my own experience versus, well, I didn't do this because so-and-so told me not to do this. Um, I know that sounds very, like, (laughs) rebellious or black sheepish. Black Sheep of the Family-ish, if you will. And um, you know, I've come to realize getting back on track that you know, given the trauma that I have gone through for the past two years, you know, I haven't really allowed myself to fully heal, or I haven't really been patient with myself as far as how I heal. So What that resulted to is, you know, when the depression comes, like I said, I'm treating it as if it's just a temporary random emotion, but it's actually a condition. It's something that I was left with. It's a scar that I, I will have because I haven't, you know, well, it's not even a scar yet. It's still healing. So there are certain things that I have to just kind of allow Myself to feel so I can understand it and let let it go um, and that's how you know you've healed when you understand and you know you're not really trying to conceal it and as much as I was trying to believe that I wasn't concealing certain emotions or certain things that hurt me, I truly was and it will come back to you it will come back to haunt you and you know especially when your life kind of slows down when things when the dust settles you see everything you're like oh crap that's still there damn it i thought i was okay and then you know it's a vicious cycle depression what ends up happening or what what happened to me was i thought i was good and then i started beating myself up mentally like why am i not good like i've gone through this already why is this still hurting me you know And most people would tell me well why don't you just see this part of it doesn't work that way you know it's like you do have to come up with your own solutions and realizations and you know yes you do have those friends and family members or significant others that will guide you but at the end of the day it's like you know you can't write on their words completely because it's something that you have to feel and it's something that you have to come in terms with you got to be true to yourself and that's one of the biggest issues that i think that we all have when it comes to healing and trying to find our authentic selves is you know we get caught up in conformity because we want to be accepted because we want to be validated and even though we tell others and ourselves no, that's not the case, there are times where we just catch ourselves doing it. And I can vouch for that because I in fact was one of those people where I'm like, okay, I don't need validation. But then I I caught I would catch myself trying to seek validation from, you know, maybe not the people that I seek validation for from previously, but I was doing it with others. So that's, that's kind of why when I took a step back, there were certain things that I just needed to cut out of my life. So that way, you know, even though I'm left completely stripped of, I guess you could say safety nets. And when I mean safety nets, it's, it's the people that you kind of turn to for the validation to make you feel good about yourself, but you don't really need people to make you feel good about yourself. You should feel good about yourself, period. And we should be building ourselves up to be happy completely without any crutches, without, you know, without a group of friends. I'm not saying you don't need your friends, but it's like, we can't depend on people all the time. And even if, like, the people are there for us, my goodness, can you imagine how draining that would be for them at times? Please don't think that I'm saying that, you know, you would be a burden. But there's going to be a part of you that's going to have to, you know, fly. And take that stand and, you know, be brave enough to love yourself. It's a hard thing to do. I can't sit here and tell you guys that it's easy. But... This is actually a very hard episode for me to record. But I'm going to do it anyways because I do realize that there's probably other people out there that are going through the same pain. And I have tried or hoped to be that strong person all the time, that I was good. That I've escaped a horrible life. Or I uh, escaped a not so great phase in my life. And, you know, now I'm good and I'm healed. But that's not the case, guys. And if I ever led you guys to believe that that's how it would be, I'm so sorry. Because that's not how it is. Because close to three years out, I'm still going through... Some rough patches. It's still hard for me to open up. It's still hard for me to allow myself to be vulnerable towards anybody. Because, yes, I'm afraid of getting hurt. You know, yes, people have let me down. And that was the thing. It's like I found myself giving and giving and giving and I drained myself out. And then I lost myself again. So I just want to let you know that things happen. And it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. You know, most people are usually cheerful during their birthdays. They're happy. They're excited. It's one more year. And I'm so grateful to be alive and healthy despite what's going on in this COVID world. And I'm trying to learn to love myself a whole lot more. Instead of having self-loathing because I gained weight a little bit, I gained like a few pounds, I look at myself and say, you know what? I am grateful to have a body that's remaining or that's still healthy. I'm thankful to have two legs where I can actually walk. I'm happy to have my lungs where I can actually breathe. And even though I tend to go through depression and my mindset is not so great, I am happy that, you know, I still have somewhat at times when I'm, you know, I still have the ability to cope and I haven't completely lost my sense of sanity because. Lord knows I need to be sane and I need to be strong for my kids. So what I'm telling you guys, and this is like I said, this is actually, I'm just recording this out on a whim because it's like, I, I didn't really prep this as well. I'm just giving it to you guys, just raw material right here. Like always. I've had days where it's been hard to get out of bed. Usually, I know what's where my depression stems from, but lately I have no idea. And that's when I realize this is not just a random. Emotion. This is a condition that I have. This is what I was left with after all those events that I've been through. And I can't deny it. I can't hide it. And the moment I acknowledge and accept that this is my reality, then I can start really working on it. Because if we keep shoving crap under the rug, And pretending that it's not there, then we're not really resolving anything. So for those of you that may or may, you know, may have the same feel of what I'm talking about, you guys know, you know, and for those of you who have endured this, I know you know what I'm talking about. And I'm letting you know that you're not alone because it happens. It's happening to me right now. I decided to take a break from work because I found myself completely emotionally and mentally burnt out to the point where I can't even keep my emotions together. It's kind of embarrassing because I'll be shopping at the grocery store and I'll just start tearing up for no reason. Why? Who knows? And it sucks when people ask you, why are you depressed? It makes you even more depressed because you don't have the damn answer to it. Now, this is the time where I would tell you guys, please seek a therapist. Please do. I am actually in the process of trying to find one. I'm still using my other methods. And those methods are, I usually have my to-do list. And for example, with this vacation starting, I decided that I was going to Get all the important things out of the way so I could just chill for the rest of the week. For example, what's the most important thing that I had to deal with today? You guys are probably like, what the hell? Getting my vehicle registration completed and doing my smog check and, you know, calling like my life insurance so I can get things squared away with that. And one of the things I realize, if I don't get things done, I get even more depressed. It's a it totally is a vicious cycle. You know, it's like you get depressed, you lay in bed all day, you don't want to do shit. And then because of the fact that you haven't done shit, the next day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, shit, I haven't done shit. Then you're even more depressed because you're behind. So it's like, what can you do? I think I've talked about this before and I've watched a podcast or a TED talk on this and you know, basically just give yourself a priority list. What's the the most important thing that you got to do at least three things during the day. So I get up in the morning, like with this vacation, it was kind of hard because I, I would, t- I would stay in bed until 12. And I would use the excuse, well, I haven't slept in and maybe I do need to sleep in and that's fine, whatever. but I was like, okay, well, do or die on Monday, I said, I need to go and set the intention for getting my vehicle stuff done. And I got it done. And then, you know, after that, it's like, usually what I try to do is I try to find the beauty of the day, or like just beautiful moments or little small details that I could be happy about. And Monday, as corny as this may sound, you know, and I do believe that people work in, you know, they're they're used as vessels to help us out, to push us. And when I was at 99 Ranch getting ingredients for, you know, the dish that my kids wanted me to prepare for them for that night. I came across this cute little old Asian lady. she was shorter than me, and you know my butt I'm only four foot eleven and I thought it was kind of funny because she had she had asked me if I could get a tin of almond cookies on the very top shelf. granted, I had to step on my tippy toes, but I was actually elated to help her, you know because it kind of felt like I did something purposeful for the last you know couple of hours during that day and I do apologize for the background noise you guys know how my household is um so with that being said um I was happy to help her she was so grateful and so cute about it you know and I I just felt like that was an extra push and as I was leaving 99 ranch I saw how beautiful the sky was. And I even did this when I was um, driving back from, you know, getting my car stuff done. Like I was looking at the sky, it was raining and it was so beautiful. It was just, you know, just seeing the beauty of nature. And I've told you guys this many times, nature is very healing. Now, I'm not saying that all of these things, my dearest ones, are going to like completely eradicate your depression. But these are some things to cling on to until you can actually feel a little bit better. And, you know, I've I've learned to understand that, you know, I'm, I'm going to have my good days and I'm going to have my bad days and I'm going to have to keep working on it. And I'm doing the best that I can, you know, and I'm hoping that this break will help as far as, you know... Just the stress. Because with work, you know, and with all this COVID going on, I've been stretched out like Laffy Taffy and I've been completely drained. So I felt that it was actually time for me to take a break. I took a week break and I go back on Tuesday and I started to get anxiety before the weekend even started or before the week even started. I was thinking, okay, what if I waste time? What if I? You know what I mean? What if I blink and I got to go back to work and I'm dreading that? Well, you know, when we worry, we worry about crap that hasn't even happened yet. And that's absurd. We shouldn't be doing that. Easier said than done. But we got to train ourselves. Okay, you know what? Calm down. We have not even gotten there yet. Let's try our best to just take some breaths. So here we go. You know, so it's like, okay, I, Monday, I got that done. Tuesday, I saw my girl Amber to go get my lashes done. And then, you know, I came back and I had tea with my boys, did some cleaning around the house. And then today, I went and took my boys out to go get dim sum while we did take out. And I took them to this, um, collectible like expo store it's called frankincense if you're here in southern california you totally know what i'm talking about and i've been meaning to take them the last time i took them was about four years ago but they didn't really have the appreciation for collectibles so i figured okay they're into that japanese anime naruto so maybe this would be the best time to take them so that way they're not just stuck at home during my vacation And there's not really much that we can really do right now because of this whole lockdown and, you know, risking the fact of or risking getting COVID. So it's like I did my best. And, you know, I think they were very happy that we did get the dim sum. Brought it back here. We had tea. And, you know, it's like, again, it's the little things. Find the things that make you happy. The things that I'm suggesting to you may not be so- may not be your cup of tea, no pen intended um you know, like for myself, I figured, okay, what would make me happy? I remember having tea with my sister. My sister got into tea sets and having tea parties and things like that um And I remember laughing at her like, dude, you're a grown ass woman. Why the hell would you get like tea sets and stuff? But I remember sitting there like, oh my God, this is actually kind of nice. You know what I mean? It's like you get to be present in the moment and enjoy tea and you know what I mean? Just like talk and like just the elegance of the tea sets and, you know, all of the pastries and desserts and little sandwiches and stuff. It's nice. You know, you feel relaxed and calm and you're within the present moment and it's a great feeling. And my boys had expressed to me that they enjoyed having tea when they were at their, you know, their aunt's and cousin's house. So I said, you know what, maybe we should get it. I dabbled with the, you know, I dabbled with the idea for about a year and then I finally ordered a set last weekend and it came in on Monday. So I had the blissful experience of unboxing it and putting it together. And on Monday after we had our yummy dinner that I prepared, we got to enjoy some tea with some pastries. It was a very great experience. And if you guys follow me on IG, you'll see the pictures. You know, it's all these little moments. One of the things that I'm starting to do, and I noticed that on my previous IG and my Facebook, I had a gazillion selfies. And look, if you guys like doing that, that's totally cool if that makes you feel good. But for me personally, I decided to challenge myself not to post so much selfies of myself. That sounds kind of redundant, but you guys catch my drift. I just want to share with you guys. I don't want you guys to get to know me for my looks because I'm posting a bunch of selfies. I'd rather have you guys see things through my eyes and get to know what's in my soul, the things that make me happy. And hopefully certain things that I share with you guys, you guys could actually, you know, either incorporate to your life or find something that's, you know what I mean? It'll motivate you to do something that you're passionate about. One of the things I really encourage you guys to do is to start getting into that creative zone because when you're in that creative zone when you're creating with your hands whether it's writing whether it's drawing painting planting building something i don't know a lot of people like to do the um a lot of people are doing like sewing and um I, what what is it the the crickets I can't, i'm sorry forgive me guys i'm not i'm not hip there's certain things that i'm not savvy to towards But do it, whatever you have been dabbling with, whatever you've been wondering if you'd be good at it, just try it out. Just try it out and, you know, see how it works for you. I think, you know, the thing is we have so much damn time on our hands, especially now. Or maybe you don't have enough time, but, you know, set aside, if you don't have enough time, set aside at least an hour. Or, okay, I'm sorry, maybe that might be too much, especially for a single parent. Set aside at least like 30 minutes for yourself. Do some self care. Okay, an hour. Do some self care for 30 minutes. And the other 30 minutes, do something that's going to be creative, whether it's reading something. (sighs) That's kind of helped me, you guys. You know, it's hard to just. Get out of this damn funk. And, you know, I have actually stepped away from some meditation. I'm not doing things that I should be doing and it sucks. You know, I'm trying to get myself back in that zone. And it's not as easy as it should be. But I'm trying, guys. You know, and here's a rule of thumb. If you're around people and they drain you... Really take that time to reevaluate what type of relationships you want to have in your life. Friends, family, significant others, whatever the case may be. You really have to take care of yourself because energy is just like time. You don't want to waste it on things that you shouldn't be wasting it on. If you feel completely drained after hanging out with certain individuals, please reevaluate that. Now, you know, I used to feel really bad because I have isolated myself. Now, I'll tell you guys why I isolate myself. I mean, don't do it all the time because people need people. And that's just that's just facts. But when I'm my most vulnerable, I usually, and this may not be the best advice, but for the most part, when I'm really down, And I have to make a decision about something, I usually try to, you know, think for myself and just think on my own, because especially if it's going to be one of those decisions that's going to affect me in the long run, I'd rather have it be my own rather than have somebody else influence that decision. And then I regret it because I know it's not my decision. It was somebody else's. It was influenced by somebody else, if that makes sense. So look, you guys, let's, you know, for those of you that like to meditate, let's do this again. Let's try to meditate again. You know, for those of you that are starting your journey and you're, you know what I mean? You're just like, oh man, (laughs) I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you guys that it, you know what I mean? It does get easier, but I would be lying to you. It doesn't get any easier. It gets easier, but it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not like... It's not flawless. You become stronger. You learn how to deal with things better. But sometimes you're just like, oh, shit, I tripped over a rock. And I'm falling off the mountain. But then you'll catch yourself and then you'll climb back up. And it kind of sucks because you're probably you're probably halfway up the mountain. Now you're like, but you just keep doing it. Damn it. (laughs) You just have to just screw it and just go back up. Fuck it. Sorry. Excuse my language. But screw it. Just go back up. Okay. Like get up and, you know, because it sucks. You don't want to stay down there. You don't want to lay down there and stuff. Pros are going to peck at your eyeballs, get up. And that's usually what I think when I'm laying in bed, like a loser, sorry, no negative self-talk, but when I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, I don't want to get up. Damn, this sucks. Like maybe if I sleep this and that's what my mentality is when I'm in bed, maybe I'm just tired and this feeling will go away. Hell no, it's not. You need to get your butt up. Like, you need to get your butt up and move. Drink some water. Maybe, you know, you'll feel better. And sometimes I have to force myself, like, okay, get up, Cherry. Start some damn laundry. When I'm at work, I'm like, oh, my God, okay, too lazy to make my coffee. Yes, it gets that bad. So I'll make my coffee, and I'm sitting there just blindly looking at the computer And that's when I knew it was time for me to take a break because I was just getting disgruntled and I was very distracted, you know? So it's like, take that time to just let your mind ease. I know it's easier said than done, but trust me, you need it. Trust me. I've been there. But guys, we're in this together, okay? You know, I know that it's hard and... You know, you got to have some faith in yourself and have some faith in the higher being, whatever it is that you believe in and know that everything is going to be okay. It takes massive mental exercise to actually believe that. Well, so be it. I mean, there's some people that have, there's some people that can do this shit physically. So why not be able to do it mentally? You know? We can accomplish anything. I mean, for those of us that were in a shit situation and left it and we're thriving, we're not struggling right now. We're thriving. If you think you're struggling, then you're struggling. But you know what? Moving forward, I want you guys to actually know that you're thriving. Again, easier said than done. And I do realize as well that one of the reasons why I probably started to feel down was I recall when I first started this journey, I was recording episodes religiously, and that's why I have four seasons, but I slowed down quite a bit. And that's just sometimes that happens with me. I tend to... I tend to kind of fall back on old habits. And that's not good. But, you know, as long as you're aware of it and you're willing to correct it, then yes. And, you know, I do hope that I will pick up more things along the way so I can provide you guys with better content. You know, I I, I will be honest. I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue recording for a bit because I was like okay still I rise is based on narcissistic abuse and things like that and I didn't want to keep telling you guys about my past you know and um but you know look you guys it is what it is I'm going to just keep sharing with you guys and for those that have continuously listened thank you again I appreciate you guys so much also You know, I have started to look at things a little bit differently. And you guys will probably be like, oh, my God, this girl is very inconsistent with her thoughts. Yes, I am. I'm not perfect by any means. And this is why I tell you guys, please do not take everything that I tell you guys literally or literal, if I'm saying that correct. You know, I don't want you guys to be influenced. Well, I'm just sharing you, I'm just sharing with you guys my story. And, you know, if it's relatable, I trust that you guys are going to be making your own decision on things. But going back to what I was saying, you know, one of the things I'm working on, on year 37 of my life is I've had quite a few voids in my life and I'm trying to fill those voids properly. What I mean by that. You guys have heard me talk about the conversations or have you've heard me talk about the relationships that I've had with my family. And you know, lately I have been trying to mend those relationships, but of course I'm keeping it at healthy boundary, you know, healthy distances and boundaries because I still have my guard up as you know, I'm not saying be completely guarded to where you're just crapping on people. But be guarded and be wise and be observant. Be more observant than reactive towards people. Easier said than done again, but let's try. So with that being said, it's like I have definitely tried to look at things not in a passive way. But More in a logical way. And, you know, for example, as much as I want to shut off everybody that has hurt me, a lot of them are still connected to my children. And the last thing I want to do is hurt my children. So with that, I've learned to come to a compromise. As long as I stand my ground, that is all that matters. I'm slowly starting to realize that there are certain things that I cannot change about people, but I am hoping that they'll also see that there's certain things that they cannot change about me and respect it. That's the biggest thing is the respect. Now, if the respect continues to be shitted on, or if I'm not going to be respected, then I'll have to take the next step. But just using this as an example, I've had some instances where I've had to deal with their father. Uh, This was actually a few weeks ago and I had to put my foot down and tell him there's no reason for me to talk to him. There's no reason for me to communicate with him because truly there isn't. And I might have mentioned this in my previous episode, but I had to put my boundaries. Like, I don't want to talk to you about anything. There is nothing in the past that needs to be brought up. Unless you're going to talk to me about your kids, then fine. And I also let my mom and my stepdad know that. It's it's not happening. Like, I know. It's kind of equivalent to when you smell a certain alcohol, not that I don't drink, but I remember seeing that meme and I thought it was funny and I think it's kind of relatable to this. It's kind of like when you see, when you smell a certain type of alcohol and you remember when you almost died, you just totally reject it. It's, it's like that. So, but on the other hand, not on the other hand, but to piggyback on that, you know, A few weeks after that, my youngest came into my room and told me our dad called. And normally I'm so quick to monitor that. But I looked at him and I said, you know what? They know the deal. As long as their dad is not telling them to do something stupid, like hide a secret or whatever, then, you know, cool, whatever. Enjoy the time and the talk with your dad. Because they will tell me if there's hanky-panky going on. And I wanted to be able to give my kids that privacy and I want them to feel like they could talk to their dad without me jumping down their back or their throat and being nasty with them and giving them pressure. Because if I don't like pressure, why am I giving them pressure? So if you're going through that with your children, please take that into account, that what we do sometimes can be very hurtful towards them. So we have to be mindful of the actions that we're doing and, you know, how it could affect that affect them. So anyways, that's it for now. You guys, I'm going to leave you guys with that. So please take care of yourself. And I hope that this has helped quite a bit. Um, I hope to be able to record another episode before my week ends. So that's it for now, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon.